0: MileHighSports.com. You can check out all the fun things going on with the Denver Broncos. Today on the podcast, going to talk about the tight ends as we go through our positional breakdown as we get closer and closer to training camp. Of course, we'll talk about Jake Butt, Troy Fumagalli, Jeff Heirman, how the three mix in. Could there be a dark horse also who played with the Broncos last year as they try to fill the void of Virgil Green, which should not be a hard one to do because the tight ends, well, let's face it, non existent in the last two years. We'll talk about that and more. But first, our friends at TAF 14, 1920 Blake. Street, of course, just a hop, skip and a jump away from Coors Field. So after the Rockies game, you go on up there to that terrific rooftop, Chef Andrea Varilla and that locally sourced rotating seasonally fair, 70 Colorado beers on tap. Or if you're a Distilled Spirits fan, they've got a 100 different ones from Colorado and uh, my personal favorites, I tell you what, as uh, you go on up there and uh, they got brunch as well too for Saturdays and Sundays as well, we are what sub 45, uh, less than 50 days away from training camp, getting started preseason. And then of course it will be regular season time as the Denver Broncos get ready for uh, their 2018 campaign on the offensive side, needing production out of the tight end. They have absolutely got to get that. And um, certainly one of the bigger problems that uh, or, or really, I wish don't even know if it was a problem because it was just completely not non-existent last year. It was one of those situations where they just didn't have a tight end. Virgil green, 14 catches, 191 yards and a touchdown. That was your leading tight end for the Denver Broncos last year. Now back in 2016, also another down year, 22 catches, 237 yards and a touchdown. It it's, it, it, it leads me to be optimistic about the tight ends this year because you were at rock, rock bottom in the past two years with some very poor quarterback play, you would think by default case Keenum obviously improves the opportunities for the tight ends to make those catches. Hopefully you see a healthy Jake, Butt this year uh, who looks to be one of those guys in line for a lot of work. We will see if Jeff Hireman can truly supplant himself as a pro in the NFL uh, because he has been kind of one of those fringe guys. You see a little bit of good, then you see the bad. Uh, Certainly in the tight end room, it is a young room. As uh, Jeff Hireman is, is your veteran uh, in that room who, quite frankly, I mean, you, you can look at Jeff Hireman, who's still very much uh, almost near borderline rookie. Um, he, he played 14 games last year. He has 18 career catches. Uh, this is a guy who has not seen the field a lot. Injuries had to, uh, a lot to do with that, but certainly is somebody who is still very inexperienced. So youth is always going to be the downfall for those tight ends. But that shouldn't be the downfall of her receptions. Uh, and Case Keenum is certainly one who has got his tight ends involved. Back in 2017, 57 catches, 500 plus yards, and eight TDs for a guy named Kyle Rudolph. He's pretty darn good uh, tight end. But let's also look at the numbers for Lance Kendricks, who was the tight end for Case Keenum in 2016 when they were at the L.A. Rams. 50 catches. About 500 yards finished with 499, uh, a lot lower on the touchdown side, two t- two touchdowns, but 50 catches, only seven less than Kyle Rudolph certainly tells you Case Keenum giving the ball uh, or giving the opportunities and that ball to Lance Kendrick to make a play. Even back in 20, uh, gosh, let's go back many years, five years ago in Houston, when, of course, uh, paired with Gary Kubiak, 49 catches, 500 plus yards, five touchdowns for Garrett Graham, who was the tight end in Houston at the time, Garrett Graham is not a world beater by any means at the tight end position. With all due respect to him, Lance Kendrick is not a top tier tight end with all due respect to Lance Kendrick in the NFL, Kyle Rudolph certainly, but these are still numbers he has replicated with other tight ends. And this is why I'm so optimistic about the tight end position for the Denver Broncos this year, because with the improvement at quarterback, that, that opens up so many opportunities for everybody across the board. We saw the wide receiver numbers drop last year because of the poor quarterback play. We saw the offensive line, unfortunately, allow sacks, you know, look discombobulated because the quarterback was holding on to the ball too long. And we just didn't even see anything from the tight ends because they were not involved. Now you open it up a little bit because you have a guy who can air it out, who has shown the ability to at least play competent, quarterback play, which is huge, 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 huge for Denver. And I think you're going to see a bump in, in tight ends for that. Certainly blocking is where I'm a little bit more on the, uh, I don't know if worried is the right word to use, but cautious side when it comes to quality blocking on the tight ends, these are young players, Jeff Hireman, Jake, Butt, um, guys who played very, very well in college, um, of course, many remember uh, Jake Butt, expected to be a first, late first, early second round pick, tore his until he tore his his uh, ACL, and I believe it was that Orange Bowl game back two years ago. But uh, these are two guys who will have to get used to the blocking side of things because. We, we have seen situations in the past with Denver where you had a tight end who was a great receiver, Julius Thomas, who could not block worth a lick. And that was a big problem because you have defenses building these schemes around your weaknesses. They are going to find the weakness. Those weaknesses right now appear to be blocking on that running back, that tight end, uh, just, just either forgetting to chip or missing your assignment completely This could be a real problem because now you have a linebacker who's on a delayed blitz screaming up the middle who at first originally was going to be picked up by a tight end or a running back and then that missed assignment is blown now you're putting case keenum in a really bad situation where he has to either have that check down ready to go hopefully he does before he gets absolutely destroyed so it's one of those situations that's going to be very critical for denver to make sure that they can at least protect their quarterback with help from that tight end position who's going through the motions now, who's still getting healthy, still learning how to be a NFL tight end because there is no experience right now. Now, I mentioned earlier in the podcast the tight end, it's a tight end position altogether is just a really young position for the Denver Broncos. They hope that one of these guys emerges as somebody who could be a serious potential threat to a defense year after year after year in the future, potentially in Jake. Butt. Uh, Troy Fumagalli is an interesting little pick, Uh, of course, out of Wisconsin. The rookie this year uh, was selected in the uh, NFL draft and and somebody I really liked when going through the draft uh, scouting process. He was picked in the fifth round uh, and is somebody who has been able to make plays before run after the catch and certainly be that security blanket style. Uh, I I don't think Fumagalli is going to get a lot of opportunities this year because with Denver, you've got to find out what you have in Jeff Hyatt and Jake, Butt. now that Jake, Butt is healthy. Jeff Hireman appears to be finally over his hurdles. Um, this is, this is year three for Jeff Hireman. It is, it is time to figure out what you have in this tight end in a guy that you spent quite the high asset to go get third round pick 92nd overall. I mean, that's, that's a, that's a high asset for a offensive player who right now has 18 catches in his career. I mean, we talk about Cody Latimer and uh, Carlos Henderson as receivers who have underperformed. Let's talk about Jeff Hireman, too. And I know tight ends aren't aren't going to be lighting up the scoreboard to, you know, 80, 90 catches a year. They will not do that but certainly you you expect more than nine receptions in his rookie year in 12 games and nine receptions in 14 games in 2017. So uh, Jeff Hireman certainly needs to be a big part of it. And then the Austin trailer is kind of this, uh, you know, got some run last year. Austin trailer, I, I think is somebody they're going to want to try to put back on the practice squad. You know, uh, trailer got a little bit of run last year, I think because of the lack of, threat that Virgil green posed Virgil green posed no threat to the defense. Um, And it was a big problem to the point where when Virgil green was in the game, there was no attention paid to him. There was a tip off of a potential run play um, or, or somebody who was in there to block, you know, And, and this is where Denver really needs to find that tight end who can do a little bit of both doesn't have to do both incredibly well, doesn't have to be a top five tight end, but somebody who can at least hold their own on both sides of the football when it comes to the tight end position. When I say both sides, I mean blocking and receiving because they haven't had that. In fact, you really look back. I'm not really sure if they've had that ever since, oh gosh, Um, maybe you can even look back to to the Daniel Graham days. Um, When Daniel Graham, who was the tight end here uh, for the Denver Broncos between, uh, I think it was uh, 2007 to like 2010 or something like that, um, Graham was never a big receiver. Uh, He was somebody who was in the high uh, 20s, low 30s each and every year when it comes to receptions, but he was somebody who could block too. But if you really start to look back, your best guy at the tight end position, gosh, you go back to Shannon Sharp. I mean, it really was that far ago. 20 plus years to when Denver finally had somebody who was a legitimate threat on both sides. I know they've had a Julius Thomas who was a a fantastic uh, uh, tight end uh, during the Manning days. Of course, they had the 12-touchdown season, and that's great and all, but when you can't block also, that's a big problem, specifically for a uh, uh, an offense that is going to try to run the ball. They have a stable of running backs, and they have many of them that they're going to want to try to run the ball with. So it is going to be interesting to see how Bill Musgrave, who really has to be the Bob Ross here, who really has to be the architect that, allows all these small little details to become reality. You know, we've talked about this in previous podcasts with the many wide receivers and running backs who will be at their disposal. How will they use Isaiah McKenzie out of that wide receiver position assuming he makes the team because he does have a gift. I know everybody wants to talk about how he drops the ball all the time, but when you get the ball in his hands, he is a speedster. How many running backs are going to make this roster? Potentially 4. You're talking about DeVonte Booker, D'Angelo Henderson, Royce Freeman, Philip Lindsay, all bringing different kinds of styles. That's the beauty of it, is they don't all bring the same style. Now you add this tight end position who is very young, but potentially with a very big ceiling because Jake Butt, if he is fully healthy, is a guy who many looked at as a first-round talent and is somebody who could seriously do damage as a receiver, Really like Jake Butt this year. Uh, If he is somebody who is healthy, I think he is the starter. I think he is somebody that, uh, unfortunately for Jeff Hireman, boots him out of that starter position. And I'm not sure if Hireman makes the team at that point. Maybe he still does. Um, Certainly, Denver should have the roster spot for him. But if this is a guy who underperforms again, Now you're talking about three straight years, and if this is the year where Hireman is healthy and underperforms, it may just be too little too late for the Ohio State product. But certainly I am really excited to see Jake Putt uh, in that receiving role as somebody who could really do damage, not only uh, chipping and blocking for those pass rushers, because there's many good ones in the AFC West, but also looking at being a focal point receiver For the Denver Broncos in case Keenum, because, you know, I look at the tight end position as kind of that third wide receiver. I know that, you know, we talk about uh, over and over and over again, week after week, how the Broncos don't have a third wide receiver and maybe they've filled it with Deshaun Hamilton or Cortland Sutton. I think that needs to be the tight end because that tight end brings you that different kind of style that you really need to hurt defenses. And particularly somebody who can get those gritty third down conversions, somebody who is trusted and, and well entrenched in chemistry with the quarterback and case Keenum, So it is going to be very, very crucial for the Denver Broncos to collect a lot of data. This training camp Preseason to figure out who fits that mold better because it is a battleground position between Hireman and Jake Butt. Those two going to go at it. We'll see how Austin Trailer Troy Fumagalli works into the mix. I don't think they're going to be serious players this year, but who knows? We've seen uh, guys all of a sudden rise in training camp and uh, preseason, and then uh, they they become serious stalwarts on the team. So it's the Broncos Blitz Podcast. You can check it out at MileHighSports.com. You can follow me on Twitter, I am always tweeting about the Broncos, about uh, different positions. And of course, as training camp gets closer preseason, I will be at the games, checking out all that fun stuff and uh, talking to the players inside the locker room as well too, getting a good feel about how this 2018 season is going to be going. So be sure to check it out on Twitter at Ronnie K radio. That's where you can follow me. That's Ronnie with two N's R-O-N-N-I-E, Ronnie K radio on Twitter. It's our tight end training camp positional break. Bron- breakdown podcast. Say that five times fast. You could check out the previous positions though, because we're doing all the positions. This is like a, uh, it's like a part, part three series a part 10, you know, uh, there's going to be every single position broken down. We've already done quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers. Well, now moving to the tight ends, we will also do the offensive line. We'll talk about the defensive line coming up in pre- in uh, future podcasts. We'll also get into the entire defense by linebacker, uh, the DBs, the corners, as well as the safeties too. And then we'll get into some of the coaching staff as training camp approaches. So be sure to find that at milehighsports.com. That's milehighsports.com Um, So to check out the archives and all our news featuring the Broncos, you can find that podcast as well as... Well, all those stories at milehighsports.com, and it's presented by Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. Make sure to go check out that uh, Tap 14 on Saturdays and Sundays when football kicks off because they got brunch. And I tell you what, for you football fans, they got the TVs up on the board, all kinds of great stuff going on. And of course, the 70 Colorado beers, the 100 Colorado distilled spirits. It's a magnificent place. Went there about a month ago, had one of their burgers. Their burgers are very underrated by the way uh, and then uh, of course washed it down with a nice uh nice colorado beer so be sure to go check that out at uh, tap 14 you can find them on the web tap 14.com check out archive stories on the Broncos and previous podcasts that's at milehighsports.com milehighsports.com